Hello folks, and welcome to Bunty's Barbell Babble. Hello folks, hope you're doing well. This is uh, an episode about weight loss surgery. Um, those of you who know me may know that I think it was, um, I think 2014, I actually decided to have weight loss surgery. And the reason I'm doing this podcast is that I've seen a lot of stuff around uh, celebrities getting um, weight loss surgery and uh, it's being hailed as an overnight success. And I wanted to share my experiences really about what it is and maybe the pros and cons because it's not as quick as it might seem. So before my surgery, I was around 34 stone. Um, I'd had, I had difficulty walking around. I had back pain, knee pain. Uh, I was actually at the point of my surgery. I couldn't actually lie down in a bed. I was actually um, sitting in a chair upright because I couldn't actually lie down without stopping breathing. It was a very scary time. Um, I felt that I had nowhere else to turn. I tried diet after diet after diet. I realise now that I tried the wrong diets. But you sort of get into this feeling that you have to do something and that something has to be drastic. Um, And that's the scary bit about it is that, you know, you do feel that there's no other way out. So I came into a little bit of money and um, in Wales, where I live, the weight loss surgery uh, with the NHS is a bit harder to get. In England, it can be easier uh, to obtain. um, But in Wales, you have to meet um, some criteria in order to get the surgery. So you have to have uh, conditions which uh, limit your life. So for instance, you have to have high blood pressure, uh, diabetes, sleep apnea. And the severity of those conditions actually give you uh, a score and when you get to 12, then you're eligible for free NHS surgery. Even at 34 stone, and I, I got no idea what my BMI was at the time, must have been really up there. I only got six points, which meant that I couldn't have surgery. So I came into a little bit of money and I decided to get it done privately. Um, so the first thing anybody would, would look at when they're looking at weight loss surgery is what are you going to get? Now, at the time I had my surgery, there were three on offer that you could get. So you had the gastric band, which consists of a band around your tummy, which is inflated with uh, salt water. And it can be difficult to get what they call the sweet spot where they're controlling the weight uh, or the weight loss, as it were. So there's a port that's actually put to your skin and you have to have uh, either uh, defills, so they take some of the uh, saline out, or refills where they put some in. And this is generally the cheapest of the surgeries because it's less um, issues with your stomach. And then you go to the other end of the spectrum, which is the gastric bypass. So the gastric bypass actually connects your stomach to a portion of the intestine and bypasses the top part of your intestine. This is really quite drastic because it's completely changing your digestive system. But I have seen that people do have miraculous results with this and they do lose a lot of weight, although it will affect the way that you eat food in the future. 
the one that I went for was one called a gastric sleeve or a sleeve gastrectomy. And um, a portion of the stomach is removed and the remainder is stapled together. And in my case, I had 80% of my stomach removed. I chose to have it done uh, within a private clinic um, in an NHS hospital in Bridgend. And I wanted that because I was so large, I had to be in intensive care at the end of my surgery. So afterwards, I had to spend the night in intensive care. If you go to a private, sur- uh, sorry, a private hospital, you don't get that. You don't get those, um, the A&E or potentially they might have like an intensive care sort of unit. I'm not sure. But I was very concerned if something happened to me and I already had issues with my breathing that I would need medical help. So I chose a hospital like that to be able to sort of think, well, if anything did go wrong, there's, there's an accident emergency down the hall. So I did a, a lot of research. I did research about what the surgery entailed. I actually watched uh, YouTube videos. So if you're ever interested or, you know, can take the grossness, then please go ahead. Um, so I learned a lot about it. I learned about the aftercare. But in reality, looking back, I think I should have done more research. So the surgery itself went well. Um, I was happy to be awake after it, to be absolutely honest with you. I didn't think anything else, really. So came out the other side, felt absolutely fine. And I was in, only in hospital for two days. And I remember them, I think it was on the last day, they said, oh, uh, we'll bring you some soup. And I was really shocked. Now, me being an eater, and I tell you, I could eat really a lot of food. I could only have two spoonfuls, and I was full. And I was looking at the food thinking, I want the rest of it, because almost my eyes were like eating it, you know, with my eyes. But I couldn't. I was, I was like, what, what's going on, you know, this is not me. So anyway, I went home. I felt fine. Um, I was given instructions by the surgeon that I was only to have three things for the next six weeks. And that was soup, jelly or yoghurt. They were all I could eat at all. And that was hard. That was hard. I, th- I think essentially you said about three three weeks, but I think it got extended to six weeks. And I think the hardest part of all was stopping because your stomach would tell you to stop. So basically you'd have a couple of spoonfuls and you'd be so full. You know when you eat like a really big, like like a Christmas dinner or something and you get that really bloated that you think, I can't get off the sofa or anything like that. That was how I felt after like two spoonfuls of yogurt. I couldn't even drink a lot either. So there was no way where you might have like a glass of water with food. No, there was no way. You couldn't do it. Uh, If I had too much... It just came straight back up. It and this caused so many problems because literally in those first couple of weeks that I was home after the operation, I had to have a bucket by my chair because I was literally eating and potentially throwing up because my eyes were doing my eating for me. It wasn't my stomach. And one of the hardest things I had to learn was to listen to my stomach. And even today, eight years on, I still have to listen to my stomach. I've gotten better in knowing what I've got to do, but that was really hard, was learning when I was full and when I had to stop. 
So roll forward a couple of months. I'm on soft food now. Uh, I'd gone back to work. Uh, I still had difficulty with food. I would see stuff and I thought I couldn't have it. One of the other things that was a bit odd was that I couldn't have fizzy drinks. So pop was just not in there at all because almost like the gas would fill you up even more. So it was a really weird time, but the weight was dropping off me. So fast forward to a year later, I lost 15 stone in just over a year. It fell off me. However, one Saturday, I got very ill overnight. I was in dire pain and I couldn't stop throwing up. I got to the hospital here in Newport and they diagnosed as a gallstone was blocking my bile duct and my gallbladder was severely infected. I ended up spending four days in hospital on very strong antibiotics and strong painkillers. I went home and I contacted my surgeon who basically said to me that he had expected something like that but that if I had told him I'd had issues with gallbladder, I didn't even know I had, he could have removed my gallbladder at the time of surgery. So I did a bit of research and I found out that in America, in a lot of weight loss surgery, they remove the gallbladder as standard. But here, they don't unless there's a medical need to. So that was something else I hadn't thought about, was what would affect the rest of my body that that's very, very quick weight loss could do. So what... Basically, then I got home, I had to recover and trying to recover when you're not eating much is not easy at all. But I did recover, but I ended up starting eating the wrong things again. And then a year later after that, I had my gallbladder out. And it was almost like having my gallbladder was telling me off whenever I had fatty foods. So whenever I had a really fatty meal, then all of a sudden I'd have this pain in my side and I'd vow not to eat anything very fatty again but without that gallbladder I didn't have that alert so weight started to creep on yet again luckily like I said in my introduction three and a half years ago I found a gym however I still have issues with food I still have problems with digesting food there are certain foods I can't eat very much I can't eat rice I can't eat probably a large meal because I still have those staples in my stomach. I do also have a fear that one of those staples will actually come out and do something. I've been assured that they're not going to because they're titanium staples and they're stuck. But there's always always that fear that, that they're there and you don't know what they're actually going to do. So would I do it again? Probably not. I probably wouldn't do it again because I'm now in a situation where I believe I've got some sort of intolerance. Um, I have issues with on a daily basis with, with my stomach and my digestive system, which is now being investigated. Now that I actually found the gym and what I would say to anybody is try and get exercising. It is hard it is really difficult, but as I'll explain in some of my other podcasts, it can be done. And I'm still a big girl and I go to the gym three times a week, but I still go. I still enjoy it. I must be fitter than what I was. 
My advice to anybody considering weight loss surgery is the following. Research. Research it as much as you can. Talk to people who've had it or try and talk to people who've had it. Look on the internet. Talk to surgeons. Talk to nurses if you can. Speak to anybody that you can about it. Also, remember, it's not going to sort your eating out overnight. By no means is it going to do that. If you have a problem, especially with me, I was an emotional eater. So if I was stressed, I just reached for those biscuits or those eclairs or whatever was there or pasties or sausage rolls or anything. You need to sort your eating out because it is going to come back and potentially bite you in the ass. But saying that, you're not going to be able to eat much for the first year or so. Also consider what it might do to your stomach. So if you think about what I said about the gastric bypass, how is that going to affect your, uh, your stomach and your digestive system later on in life? Ask the questions. Also, if you don't exercise before, you need to get exercising at some point to get the weight off. Or at least please try a conventional diet. The only way I know now is to lose weight is to cut your calories and to exercise. I know it's hard, but even with someone like me, where I, I would run away from a gym a few years ago, I now enjoy going to the gym, and I can even call myself a powerlifting athlete because I just enjoy it. So consider the after effects. Consider how your life will be affected. Is it worth it at the end of the day? Are you really going to be that much happier because you've lost a hell of a lot of weight? And consider how that will be your life. I hope you enjoyed. Bye for now.